Well, good morning again. Yeah, we're, we're doing well. How good are those moments where we get to just concentrate on who God is together, that we get to do it uh Together we get to hear other people's voices. Does anyone else love hearing other people sing in those moments? I, I get, well, it's pretty good being at the front because I get to hear Josh sing the whole time and that just blesses me whenever that happens. So uh, I'm going to be honest with you this morning, as I hope that I usually am pretty honest, but uh, my garden at home is out of control, okay? So don't judge me, but... I'm being very honest. My garden at home, I looked out the window. Yes, that shows how much I'm in my garden. Looked out the window and it is out of control. You know, we went away, school holidays, first week of school holidays, we we had a little family trip to Melbourne. And then we, when we came back, all of us were sick because that's what Melbourne does to you apparently. You go to Melbourne and you're just sick. We came home and so there's a there's a few weeks of like, unkempt like gardening that needs to happen let alone the term before that where I'm not sure I did anything for the whole term before but who knows that there's been rain right yeah it's been a fair bit of rain also surprisingly there's been a little bit of sun sun popping through and as soon as there's the mixture of like wet and a bit of sun who knows what happens things grow yeah it just grows uh so there's like stacks of weeds all through garden beds. I look out the front, there's weeds. The back, there's weeds. Not only that, but like all the trees and bushes around my house, they've like, they've grown, they've like doubled in size, I swear, in the last couple of weeks. So there's like branches coming over neighbors' fences. There's like every time the wind goes, there's like a branch that just scrapes against our root. Like there's all these things in our garden that, uh, that just need work. Uh, not to mention that the last time I did gardening work was the start of the year, okay? So, again, I said don't judge me. But in my front, in my, on my front lawn, there is a pile of branches that I cut in, I think it was the end of January, that's still sitting there. I, the pile has, like, decreased by more than half, I think, as it's just decomposed and dried out. So maybe that's the strategy. Just cut your branches and leave them in a pile. They'll eventually break down. Get, just call a gardener. That's what I need to do. Yeah, but my parents are away. Oh, um, uh, so the reality is, the reality is the garden doesn't fix itself, does it? Now, anyone with a house, anyone with a, a garden, it doesn't just fix itself. I, I, I've tried I've tried just letting it go and see what happens, and I can tell you it doesn't work. It just gets overgrown. It looks disgusting. Um, now, I could do what I did in January and just leave it out the front yard and hope it dries up, and, but it doesn't eventually go away. It still stays there. So um, to make sure, though, that my garden looks nice, because I want a garden that looks nice, you know, you want it to look nice. I want it to be a place where I want to go out into my yard, right? No, no one's with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want to be out there. So to make it actually, it's going to take work, right? Can we agree on that in the room? That it does, for it to be a nice place to be, 
I'm going to have to put in some attention. I'm going to have to do a bunch of work. Uh, it's going to take me time to fix my gun. We can all agree. Just nod. If you don't agree, pretend, please. Uh, now, this morning, we're looking at uh, a passage of Jesus' teaching, uh, and it features some agricultural references, okay? All right, does anyone, anyone studied agriculture? Any farmers like Dylan? Are you a farmer now, kind of? You wish, yeah. Uh, but it features some agricultural references now. They're not hard for us to grasp. They're not how we would normally talk, but... But they're, they're, you don't need to stress. They're quite, quite basic ideas. I'm sure you'll get it as we go along. All right? Cool. You're still with me, please. I just need, I need reassurance this morning. This is good. This is good. We're off to a good start. So we're looking at uh, Luke's Gospel, uh, chapter 8, starting at verse 4. Let's, let's read this. One day Jesus told a story in the form of a parable to a large crowd that had gathered from many towns to hear him. And he goes on and tells this parable. A farmer went out to plant his seed. As he scattered it across his field, some seed fell on a footpath where it was stepped on and the birds ate it. Other seed fell among rocks. It began to grow, but the plant soon wilted and died for lack of moisture. Other seed fell among thorns that grew with it and choked out the tender plants. Still other seed fell on fertile soil. This seed grew and produced a crop that was a hundred times as much as had been planted. When he had said this, he called out, Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He replied, You are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of God. But I use parables to teach the others so that the scripture might be fulfilled. When they look, they won't really see. When they hear, they won't understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is God's word. The seed that fell on the footpath represent those who hear the message only to have the devil come and take it away from their hearts and prevent them from believing and being saved. The seeds on the rocky soil represent those who hear the message and receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they believe for a while, then they fall away when they face temptation. The seeds that fell among the thorns represent those who hear the message. But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the cares and riches and pleasures of this life. And so they never grow into maturity. And the seeds that fell on the good soil represent honest good-hearted people who hear God's word, cling to it, and potentially produce a huge harvest. All right, can we pray and then we'll unpack that together. God, you're good. We thank you that we're together. Uh, We just thank you for your word. And we pray this morning that your word would be like the seed that falls in fertile soil, that it grows down deep in within us, that it transforms us and changes us. God, we just come before you humbly, knowing that you are God and that we are not, and we're just willing to to learn from you this morning. May my words be inspired, Holy Spirit. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Cool. Okay, so we're looking at this parable. Uh, Parable is a story that Jesus told to teach uh, a kingdom principle. Um, 
And actually, this is, a, this is a bit of a rare one. Usually, Jesus teaches a parable. He tells a story, and we don't get his interpretation of it. It kind of is up to us to, to figure it out and figure out the interpretation. But Luke gives us the insight in this one. He, he kind of tells us exactly what Jesus means by it. Um, so we, we're kind of blessed. Hey, we're lucky this morning. Look at that. Blessed, not lucky. Uh, so this morning... We're looking at this, um, this parable, and we're not looking, and some of you will be happy about this, we're not looking at the condition of your garden this morning. I don't have pictures of my garden. But what we in, are instead doing is we want to examine the condition of our hearts, the condition of our souls uh, in, in the parable, what Jesus calls the soil. So we're going to... We're going to have a look at that together this morning. And I know that um, I've heard this parable taught on lots of times. Who's heard this parable before? You may have heard it before. And, and a lot of the times when I've heard it taught, it's usually in the context of evangelism. That when we kind of talk about, you know, the gospel or God's good news, it's usually we're talking about the condition of other people's hearts. That, that seems to be how it's been taught mostly for me. Now, you may have a different experience, but this morning we're not going to be doing that. We're not going to be focusing on what other people's hearts might be because we don't know that and we don't want to judge other people's hearts. This morning, instead, I want us to really take a look at how are we positioned today? How are our hearts to receive God's Word today in this moment? Can we do that? It's going to take a bit of humility from us this morning. It's going to take a bit of searching. Uh, I'll be gentle, I promise, because this word is as much for me as it is for you too. Like, please hear my heart on that too. Um, the focus is going to be on the condition of our hearts. Now, this isn't a judging or shaming thing. Can I just preface everything by that? The, the point of this morning and the point of me presenting the gospel this morning isn't for judgment or shame. We understand that, right? But it's because I want God's, root to ta- uh, God's word to take root in our hearts. I want it to grow. I want it to produce fruit. I want it to produce good things in our life. So as I say, examine your heart, I'm not saying it like, oh, examine your heart, gee. I, I, I want the best for you as, as a pastor, as, as someone who cares about you. I want God's Word to have ultimate place in our hearts. In our, and I want to make sure that our souls, our, our soil is right this morning. Cool? We, do you accept that this morning? Yeah. That's the, that's the nature in which it's coming across. Colossians 2.7, Paul, Paul urges this uh, to the church at Colossae. He, he says, let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. I want... I want us to I want God's word to have deep roots within us. Cool? Just like gardens, I'm here to tell you this morning it doesn't just happen. All right? The condition of our hearts, it doesn't just happen that they just become fertile soil. 
We have to cultivate the soil so it's ready to grow, yeah? So before we explore that some more, I, I want to present you, Sarah said I've got some good news for you. Can I, can I tell you at the top that there is in this story some unbelievable news for us? And it's probably we overlook it because it's so simple in the story. But no matter what this morning, no matter what the condition of your hearts or your souls are in, no matter how we find ourselves this morning, can I tell you that we have a generous God who is generous in His sowing? No matter what you come this morning like, no matter if, if you think that oh, my heart's pretty hard at the moment, can I tell you that we have a God who is generous in his sowing. Did you notice that in the story? The farmer doesn't discriminate as to where he sows his seed. Did, did we see that in the story? Now, I am, and I've told you, I am a novice. I, I don't have any clues really on gardening or sowing seed or growing crops. But even I know I'm not going to throw seed on a footpath, am I? Right? But we see it in the story, don't we? A God who is so generous with sowing the seed that he'll even throw it on the footpath. I know that uh, there's some of us in the room, if Dan was in the room, Dan Casey is sick this morning, but uh, have an issue with the song Reckless Love. Does anyone know that song, Reckless Love? And, and I know some people have an issue with it because they're like, how could God possibly be reckless? You know, like... People get a bit tied up in some of the words. Can I tell you that we, we do have a God who wants to see us have life in all its fullness. To the point, He wants to see the kingdom come alive in you so much that He's reckless with how He sows. Can we understand that? Like we might use the word generous. I used the word generous before and how God sows but if I was to sow seed, I would only probably plant the seeds in the best soil, right? Can I tell you that we have a God who doesn't just do that, who is generous in his love, who's maybe even reckless in the way he sows that seed? Who thinks that's good news? It, it's good news. Everyone should hear that good news. Um, this morning there is an invitation to receive God's goodness in your life today. No matter, no matter how you've come here, uh, no matter what's going on in life, no matter what the circumstances of the week have been, no matter what's happening at the door right now, there is, a, there is an invitation that God is generous in his invitation, that he is, he is saying to us this morning, I have, I have this goodness, I have the, the seed of the kingdom that I, I, I want you to experience this morning. And I think that's good news for us because it doesn't mean that we have to be fully prepared. It doesn't mean we have to have everything together. God's willing to sow. Is that good? I, I, when I saw that, I was like, that's exciting. It's good news for me. There's no exceptions to God's invitation. And you may even say, Nath, you don't know. Things are pretty dark at this moment. 
Can I tell you, I believe that God can do something incredible even in the hardest of hearts this morning. Cool. Can we pray for that right now? Just on the outset. God, you are good. We thank you for your generous and reckless love. That you are a sower who who throws the invitation out to all places. And God, I just pray for, for all of us who have come this morning, that we are in different places. The condition of our hearts, the condition of our soil is different. But even those of us who are experiencing the toughest of times, we thank you that you're a God who still generously invites, who is looking to make, uh, to make the darkest places come alive to bring your light. We thank you for that in these moments. Uh, Holy Spirit, do your work this morning. Amen? Amen. Cool. You're still with me, right? I told you this morning I'm going to need your constant reassurance. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks. All right. So moving on with a bit more detail. And we won't be, we won't be stacks long, but there is something in this for us all this morning. Jesus talks about some different types of soil, right? First, he talks about the hard path. The seed uh, gets sown on the hard path. It bounces off. It's, it's, uh, it either gets trodden on by people walking on the path or it tells us that the birds come and eat the seed off the hard path, right? Yeah, we saw that. Um, Jesus goes on in his explanation later to say that these people, the, the hard soil are people who hear the good news. The good news is presented, but it's stolen away by the enemy before they're able to believe it. Now, at first, this seems like, and let me, I'm doing this in my own filters. This seems like that could never be me. I, I don't know about you. I'm like, that could never be me. I, I like, like, I. I've, I know who God is. I, I've experienced who God is. I, you know, like I, I get to call salvation mine. But, but I don't know. I, I was really, uh, Holy Spirit really pointed out this week that there are times for me as well when I, my heart is hard. And God has a word for me or God has something good for me. And I know that the condition of my heart isn't in a right place for it to take root. You know, uh, we can all find ourselves with hard hearts, can't we? You know, when we're unteachable. Now, there might be some people who laugh at this, but some, you know, I want to be somebody who's teachable. I, I don't want to be somebody who says, yeah, I know that. Do you know how often I say, yeah, I know that? Like, that's why I thought Susie might be laughing right now. But, but, but who knows that we can become very easily unteachable. We can have a mindset that says, I know that. Or we can have what our kids at school are learning is a growth mindset, right? Where we're actually like, no, there is more to learn. I don't know everything. We think we know better. And I can tell you that I've been there more times than I'd like to admit. Even when it comes to God's Word. 
even when it comes to Scripture being read out, sometimes I'm still like, oh, yeah, but I think I know a bit better than that. Or maybe we experience hard hearts when we hold on to grudges, when we hold on to unforgiveness. Who knows that our hearts become hard and it becomes hard for God's Word to, to really kind of penetrate and, and grow deep roots in us. It talks about the birds coming and eating the, the, the seed that's on the hard soil. Do you know what the enemy's job is? The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We, we read in Scripture. Do you know what happens when we have hard hearts? The enemy comes and he steals that joy. The enemy comes and he, he steals that goodness for, that is designed for us. He steals it away. Joy and peace when we have hard hearts. Now, I, I told you before that my garden is really overgrown. That's, that's very true. Like if you drive past my house, you'll see it's very, very overgrown. But there is one patch in my house. It's on the front lawn where nothing grows. Now, years ago, uh, I parked my car on the front, on the lawn, like we have driveway. And so, you know, we could get access to both our cars. We, I'd park on the front of the lawn. Who knows that when you do that for a couple of years, the ground gets really compact. The, the soil gets hard, right? There's this patch that it doesn't matter how much it rains, doesn't matter how much sun there is, doesn't matter how much it's watered, uh, it doesn't matter that there's like sour sobs everywhere else in that front garden, there is a patch that doesn't grow because the soil is hard. Nothing can kind of get through. The, the, the weeds won't even grow there. How do we get things to grow in hard soil? Who knows that it takes lots of work? Do you know what we have to do? We have to break up the soil. We have to till it. We have to, we have to uh, yeah, break it apart, get it soft again. We have to turn it over. It's hard work, hey? If this morning you recognize that maybe your heart is a bit hard, can I tell you that we need the Holy Spirit to do some breaking up? It's going to take a humbling of ourselves. It's, it's going to take some work for us to get that soil back in a space where things will grow again. We have to admit that, God, your way is the best way, not my way. I don't know everything Actually, God, you do. Am I making sense? We're going to have some time uh, kind of at the end just, just to pray. And, and maybe this morning, if, if you recognize there's a hardness in your heart, let, let's get God to do some of that hard work this morning, to, to break that apart. We just sang, God, break my heart for what breaks yours. Maybe that might be our prayer this morning. If you find yourselves thinking, yeah, my heart is a bit hard at the moment.
The second type of soil, and, and, and actually the second and third types of soil, we, we end up with a pretty similar, uh, needing a similar work. The second soil was the rocky soil. Do we remember that? The, the plants grow, but their roots don't go very deep because there's, there's too many rocks in the soil. And the third was that there were weeds. And as the, as the seed grows, the weeds kind of, they, they get over the top. They kind of choke out. The, the plant. And they re- require a similar work from us this morning. You see, the seed starts with great promise, but either roots don't go deep enough and soon enough temptation comes and the seed dies, or the weeds, the pleasures and the riches of the world end up taking over and drowning out the seedlings. Um. This is not a heaps popular thing to talk about in the world, but also even at church. Like we, we don't want to, we don't want to again be full of condemnation. But can I tell you that there are temptations and there there is sin that we need to get out of our life. It's just plain and simple. There is sometimes sin in our life that we need to get rid of so that the word of God will grow to its fullest. So roots will grow down deep. It stops the Word of God growing. Now we talk about it a little bit. We need to repent in those moments. And can I tell you again, God is graceful, isn't He? He's, he's merciful. He's, he's full of forgiveness. And, and God's great. How good is that God forgives us our sins? That, that's amazing. I, I, we should sing about it more, I believe. But God forgives those sins, but who knows it's no use leaving the weeds and rocks there. God's good and he, he forgives us for our sins, but, but why would we still live with weeds and rocks? If I don't remove the weeds from my garden, what happens? They actually multiply, don't they? Am I right? I'm just looking around at people who might know something about gardening. That's my experience. If I don't pull the weeds out, they multiply. They, they take over the garden. Can I tell you this morning, when it comes to weeds or rocks, we need to pull them out. We need, we need to pull them out or we need to get the weed spray on them. Who, who loves a good weed spray? Just spray that weed spray. Uh, we need to get rid of them. This morning... Can I tell you, sin leads to death. There's just no two ways about it. Sin leads to death. It can be so easy to ignore. It can be really easy for us to not talk about. But the consequences of sin are real. This morning is a great moment for us to confess, to repent, And who knows, Scripture tells us not to just stand in temptation, but to run away from temptation, right? I think too often we think, I'm just going to sit in the middle of this temptation. It'll be okay. God will keep give me strength, and he he might do. But do you know what the Bible tells us to do? It says to run away from temptation. Remove temptation from your life. Not live in it. So this morning the question is, 
What, what is it that you need to get rid of? What do you need to bring to the light? What do you need to confess this morning? Again, Scripture says if we confess it, we receive healing. You, you might need to do that with a, a brother or sister that you know you can you can fully trust. Someone that keeps you accountable to. Who knows accountability is good for us? Yeah, it brings things to light. So we can't hide it, we can't ignore it, we can't just let it kind of grow. But if we confess it to one another, it brings it to light. We keep each other accountable, we lift each other up. This morning, what do you need to be free of? 1 John 1 9, here it is. But if we confess our sins to him, this is to God, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from wickedness. That's good news for us this morning. God is good and he wants us to have life. And those rocks, those weeds, the sin that's in there isn't good for us. Let's get rid of it. God's offering forgiveness and a removal. So let's do that. Cool. All right. You're still with me? Making sure. Give me a good nod. Like a re- Also make sure that you're awake. Yeah. If you nod once, that's asleep. You've got a couple of times. All right. The last type of soil. We're almost there. The last type of soil is good soil, right? Do we see that? Good soil. This good soil is fertile. It's ready for the seed. Can I ask you this morning, what's the difference between the good soil and all the others? I want to suggest this morning it's work. It's just work, isn't it? It doesn't tell us that the hard soil is like, bad soil. It's just, it's just hard and it needs to be worked. It doesn't tell us that the soil with, with kind of stones in it, well, the soil's not bad. It's just got stones in it. It's just got weeds in it. For us this morning, I want to suggest that gardening is necessary. To break up the hard soil, to remove the rocks, to, to remove and pull out the weeds, gardening is necessary. Are we making sure that we are good soil for God's word to fall on? Are we hearing God's word? Jesus says we, we need to hear it. Are we hearing God's word this morning? Um, yeah, Jesus says anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Did we, did we see that verse? Now, uh, a Hebrew understanding of listening to God's Word, hearing God's Word, isn't just audibly listening. If we're to properly hear God's Word, it means that there's understanding, but there's action from your hearing. My kids all the time, I'm always like, just listen to me. And they're like, yeah, I heard you say it, Dad. I just didn't like do it. When I say it, as a father, I, I'm meaning hear it and do it, right? The same is what Jesus, this is what Jesus is saying. Hear God's word. Don't just listen. Don't just read it on a thing. If we listen, if we hear it properly, it, it, it leads us to action, doesn't it? I want 
There's action involved. I, I want God's Word to grow deep in me. That, that's what I want. I want there to be fruit evident in my life, that God's done something in my life. It only happens if I hear God's Word, if I, if I work the soil. I, I usually love good news messages where it's like God's done everything. Do, do you love those ones? Like salvation, how good salvation. Like, like God, Jesus did the work on the cross. I love those messages. I'm like, I'll leave here. That's great. There's nothing for me to do except, apart from except what God's done. Can I tell you this word this morning isn't that? The word this morning is there is work for us to do to make sure that we are good soil for God's word to grow down deep in us. Maybe this morning you need some breaking up. You feel like your heart's a bit hard at the moment. I need, I need Holy Spirit to break up that soil. We're going to spend some time in prayer. Maybe you need to repent. Maybe you need to get rid of those rocks and the thorns and the, the weeds this morning. Maybe you just need that moment. God is good for it, but we need to pray. We need to take some action. Can we take time? Because I believe it's important right now. Uh, Lisa's just going to play some music in the background just to help us in this moment. We're going to invite Holy Spirit to come and help us do the work, that we might have fertile hearts, fertile soil that, that allows God's Word to grow down deep in us. Not just so we feel good, but so that there's fruit, so that God's kingdom comes alive in us and through us. My prayer is always that the work that God does in me might transform our city. Is that your prayer this morning? That God's Word might take root in you, that it might grow in you, that it changes your family, that it changes your neighbourhood, that it changes your workplace that we might see our city transformed because of the good work of God's Word in us. Let's pray. God, uh, we just ask in this moment that you come and do your work. But we also want to hear your Word and we want to do something about it. God, we come humbly before you, acknowledging that you are God. And so we pray right now for those of us where our hearts have grown hard, that, that right now, Holy Spirit, that you might come and do a breaking up work. That you might, that you might come and heal us, that you might come and turn that soil over, that, I, that it would not be so compact and hard. God, again, we just place you in your rightful place on the throne, not ourselves on the throne, but you on the throne. Come and do that. God, I just pray for those of us um, where there's rocks or there's weeds, where there's, where there's sin or temptation in our life. Um, right now, we just confess that. We repent, we turn away from it, and we ask for your forgiveness, ask for your healing, that you might remove those rocks. We thank you for 
our fellowship, our church, that we might confess to one another and, and might hold each other up. But in these moments, come and do a work. May your word grow deep. I'm just going to take a few moments. You might just want to sit in this moment. For some of you, you may want to get beside somebody and have just a quick chat. You might, whether it's now or later, you might feel the need to just, just confess, keep each other a bit accountable. But I also want to open up for the next couple of minutes. If you need prayer and you just you just want someone to pray with you, then I'm just going to be up the front and let's just be respectful in this time.